Coming up on today's show, my spidey senses are tingling. Things are steaming up. I'll form the head. And watch out, Venus. Mars is circling Uranus. This is episode 29 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is June 24th, 2016. My name is Alex, and I'm joined, of course, by JoJo. Hello! How are you doing today? Pretty great, man. How are you today? Very good. We actually got the date right for once. The yeah. last two weeks, we were kind of struggling. Man. Yeah, <laughs> it was a last-minute effort to look at the top of the computer and see where we Right, it was, it was you know twenty fourth, you know ish. Yeah, <laughs> some quick house clean, uh, house cleaning, house keeping. I can do house cleaning too. I mean, I'm a little bit Spanish, but yeah, you know, well, I don't need to. Put, I'm only like, half labels. good at it. <laughs> so, that, was, that was pretty racist. <laughs> I even felt I felt insulted by our our remark there. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> some quick housekeeping items. Um, give us a five star rating on iTunes, and we will give you a shout out. Like we're gonna give these people a shout out. We got a couple more. Uh, five-star reviewers one is the real tweeter uh the title is only podcast i will listen to alex and jojo are awesome this has to be one of the best podcasts ever you guys should do a walkthrough of until dawn i heard that game was awesome also uh maybe a little more cowbell how great work fellas keep it up a Thank little you. more cowbell I just mean, a little bit more <laughs> i got a fever <laughs> i've got a fever and the Thank only you so much, Mr. tweeter <laughs> thank you the real tweeter the real tweeter yes and this other one comes from ER underscore Herndon. I think that's, that stands for escape room. Maybe? Uh, I was thinking emergency room, but also escape room. I, yes. I, you know, maybe. <laughs> it says, uh, geeking out with friends over beers. Listening to the guys chat about all types of topics is like hanging out with my friends and geeking out while having a few beers. Good times and worth the listen. Thank you very much for the kind words. Absolutely. He uh, joined in on a conversation. And if it is skate room, I'm not going to say it is or it isn't, but it probably is. Um, <laughs> you should definitely check them out because, again, they were phenomenal. And Omar did a phenomenal job of just hooking us up and just making it personal to our group, which is fantastic oh man that was so much fun so jojo what's new in your world i haven't seen you in like i don't know how long has it been uh, five days six yeah, days five, yeah, yeah something like ish, that yeah about a week <laughs> yeah anything anything There's... new and exciting in your world no no <laughs> i don't think so still well, at work good. you know same old same old yeah you? no we're, you know we're trying to sell this this house thing and it's still not sold yet no it, it's we're getting we're getting a a lot of traffic right. there's um there was a there was an offer that came in way under our asking price and we were like thanks, okay, obama. go 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 yeah right thanks obama <laughs> go go pound sand um so that uh it, it's actually it's it's coming along fine but you know we're we're, we're here like wanting to just start the house buying process on right, our end exactly and you don't um, want two mortgages. That's just no, that's just ridiculous. No. I think my parents did that one time. They were like, nope, not again. <laughs> no, no. So for those of you out there who uh, don't know, um, Deanna and I are selling our house. We're trying to buy a uh, bigger house, uh, more room for the pups, and for us to build a good studio right, in the basement. Exactly. Uh, that's another big effort of ours. Um, so and, feel free to come by and buy Alex's house. Yeah, if you want to buy my house, um, cool. Let's, let's talk. It has a pretty cool surround sound system that JoJo... 
put in there for us. Uh, so that's already installed. You don't have to add anything else. No, you no, know, it's it was great. You know, pretty it cool. I mean, well, speakers wise, you have to bring in your own receiver, but you know, yeah, minor but speakers are solid, dude. Yeah, I was, really uh, I was playing some some Uncharted the other day, and right, and I consistently get scared at the sounds <laughs> coming from behind me, and I'm like, Deanna, is that you? <laughs> no. No, and then she's and then she's Wasn't like, she in like Toronto or some crazy other place, Las Vegas or uh, you know yeah, Orlando. Yeah, she she's a world traveler, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on in our world. We're trying to sell this house, and man, it, it's just a long process. I can imagine it's a long process, but we've got a beer here. Um, I have my thoughts on this beer because <laughs> that's not a, an omen. The way you said that. <laughs> All right, so I guess let's get into the beer segment. All righty. Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Children's Cough Syrup, the secret ingredient in a flaming mo. This is what this tastes like. <laughs> I, I should take the blame. I usually I'm a store uh, storts. I'm a storts. I'm already. It's only four point nine percent. This is yeah. This is bad. Um, I'm a stouts and porters kind of a person, and I figured let's do something summer seasonal and you know, fun and refreshing and and awesome. And I brought this over, and Alex just glared at me the entire time. He was happy. He was like, "Oh, this is something different." And he tasted it. He's like, "I I hate you. I hate your face." Yeah. <laughs> well, hate's a strong word. I severely dislike you for I, this beer. I I was slapped no less than 17 times in the face. <laughs> you like this beer, though. It was good. And this is a Shiner a Prickly Pear. Yes. If you know Shiner Bach, I actually like Shiner Bach a right. lot. Shiner Amber. They have a lot of beer yeah. Shiner out there. They had their Shiner Birthday Cake a couple years back. That was fantastic. The, so let's cheers to this, cheers. I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't much of a cheers. Yeah, it... Um... You know, man. Okay, here's here's the thing. Uh, all right, let's let's just let's sound this out for the audience. Okay, so here's how it went down. JoJo comes over and he brings this. He brings out this six pack. It's got a beautiful, you know, logo and like some box art and a bunch of other stuff on it. I'm like, oh wow, that's cool. And prickly pear. Um, he explained that this, it, it, they actually take the fruit from the cactus. Right. Not the, the not spines the actual spines or, the, or uh, the the rind or anything like that. Like like you get in some cactus beer, but. This is the actual um, fruit itself. And I was like, oh, that's great. I, I actually enjoy, like, we were drinking uh, the Ballast Point watermelon exactly, stuff. Exactly, exactly. I love that stuff. This yeah. is great. And then, you know, uh, we opened it up, and I smelled it. I was like, wow, this smells great. Yeah, no, the aroma Very is floral. amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, a slight bin, bit of, like, fruitiness. Right. And then um, I poured it out, and it's got this beautiful, like... It's slightly like amber, almost red. Very sort translucent, of. very yeah. uh, clear. Yeah. The, uh, Still effervescent. It looks like it's got a, a bubbly champagne sort of look to it. Right. I'm like, oh, wow, this is going to be really nice. And then I took a sip, and then I was drinking Robitussin. <laughs> Well, you sounded a little nasally. I wanted to clear those sinuses oh, for you. Oh, thank you. you. Oh, you know, I want to make so sure considerate. that you want to sleep at night. You know, a full night's sleep. You know, so. So, Jojo, tell me, tell me why you love this beer so much. It's it's nice and refreshing. Um, this is okay. The aroma to me smelled a lot more like Magic Hat than a fruit beer. Um, so kind of that border um, IPA India Pale Ale whatnot. Yeah. Um. So the aroma and the flavor are two different things on this one. It really was actually that. That's a very good point. Yeah. Just to I, and it, it harkens back to what I said before. Like you smelled it. Right. It it does not taste like what I expected. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So when you taste it, I like it. It's nice. It's bright. It's fun. It's light and crisp. 
But it also has kind of that cheap, hard candy flavor too. <laughs> it's just you know, it's just the aftertaste. That's really right. what it is. It lingers at, a little while. At, at the 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 at first, it's actually quite pleasant, right? And then it just it's like, oh god, I just <laughs> down some cough syrup. We can't. We've gone twenty nine shows, and I think this is the first one we didn't like. Yeah, well, I mean, not the, like didn't didn't like, like but, but like this is the it, one that I haven't liked the most. Exactly. <laughs> but we're here to that. try you know part of our uh mission statement with this show is to right. try new beer and talk about geeky shit but and, paul uh, but you know also part of this is is we want to have an excuse to be more worldly with our choices here right, instead of exactly. me sitting at home and drinking newcastle all day <laughs> not that <laughs> and, there's anything wrong with that and and to be honest let's just just to be honest in general because i feel like every beer we've had on the show we've given high praises to oh yeah that's not always going to be the case. No, no. You know, we want to be we want to be truthful about what we're uh, yeah, tasting. Yes, yes. That's a very good point. Right. Very good point. We do our best to have good beer on this show. <laughs> Trust Jojo. me, Jojo. <laughs> but but Jojo had a very good point. You know, we wanted to try something kind of summery, right. and he happened to see this in the store. Uh, Why like not? Shiner, Let's try it. So. Yeah, we like Shiner, and uh, I don't like their prickly pear. <laughs> but we're going to drink it anyway. We can't let this go to waste. No, not at all. I'm still pulling and it off. <laughs> it's not. It's really not terrible. Right. It's not. Um, I, mean, I just I won't like drink it, it again. <laughs> That's all. Ever. No, um, I, I do like it. I don't like it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. I, I kind of wish I liked it a little bit more. Again, for everything aesthetics-wise and aroma-wise, it was spot-on perfect. It's just a flavor that's a little bit different than what you expect bingo so bingo again i'll just stick to my porters and stouts because i don't go wrong with those yeah and you have their website i uh, website up yes. right wow we're really I'm having the only trouble. one drunk today no that's um, not that's a thing all right so, so you want to read that off <clears throat> excuse me i <laughs> that little thing that just kind of got it's, caught it stuck, in the, yeah, in stuck. The back of the throat because yeah. you know um, oh boy oh no it's uh, anyways shiner prickly pear Doubly good in triple digits are unique summer seasonals made with fruit of the prickly pear, a cactus native to Shiner, Texas, with a tart, citrusy flavor and a crisp finish. It is the best use of cactus yet. Is it? It is crisp, refreshing, no spines. <laughs> um, it's been first brewed in 2012. It's the first time they put it out. The ABV, like we mentioned, is 4.9%. And the bitter is, is at the 20 IBU, which is not a lot. No, you know? it's not. It's very... Don would yeah. hate this beer, but for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, this is, that's true. Don probably would not like this beer. Right. Um, well... You know what? It's beer nonetheless. We're here to celebrate it. We're also here to celebrate all the geeky things we're passionate about. So let's get into the news. Geek 30 News. First up in the news, this came out um, mid-month. Yeah. Yeah, about About mid-month. So Donald Glover is going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. And we're we're learning more and more about uh different people that are gonna show up in this movie. Obviously, we know now, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is gonna yes. be in it as as Spider-Man or not Spider-Man, as yes, Iron as Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, and uh <laughs> Tom Holland, who uh made his debut as Spider-Man, which was fantastic in Civil and War. I, I still so again, I don't like Sony and their approach to a lot of these things. Um I'm glad Marvel took the reins on this one because how they presented Spider-Man in the movie worked because how they present him in the comics is completely different, but they made it work in the movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So mm-hmm. did a fantastic job with Tom. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what else he's doing with the Spider-Man. Yeah, totally. But the real question still lingers, who is he going to play? Who's Donald Glover going to pe- uh, play? There was um, back in, I think it was 2010. Mm-hmm. 
there was a big initiative to make him Peter Parker where um uh what's his face the the the, the newest Peter Parker from the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, uh, Miles Morales? No, no. Well, no. We'll no. get to that in a second. Okay. The um they ended up casting a, a white guy mm-hmm. instead to play Peter Parker, which is more classically how you see right. Peter Parker. Right. Um, but it inspired the creation of yeah, the, Miles the, Morales. Yeah, the fan base wanted someone like uh, Donald Glover to play. He would have actually been a great. He's oh, kind of snarky so. yeah. and you know uh, quick. Right. Um. So there's a big theory out there, and and actually we found this Nerdist article that actually talks a little bit about this theory as well as some others as far as who he's going to play. Um, they have some ideas that maybe he's going to play a villain. Right. Um, also that maybe he's going to just have some kind of a cameo in it to basically pay homage to the um, big movement the internet had in trying to cast a, a black Spider-Man. Right. Um, but my favorite theory and what I'm kind of secretly hoping hoping happens mm-hmm. Is that they're actually setting up for a Miles Morales, right? Which um, the article does point out at some point in the comic books, they actually join up together, and there's actually two Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man's, as they say, <laughs> yeah, um, defending New York. That's right. Um, this would actually take care of the big issue that we have with licensing. Yep. Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is owned by Sony. Right. Marvel, as Disney. Right. Owns Miles Morales. So considering Marvel owned by Disney is has their hands in this Sony movie. Right. Right. Like this is a Sony movie, right? Right. Well, uh, or is as Sony let uh, the movies, I believe, are Marvel. Okay, because I knew I knew that they were partnering up to basically right. allow. They're, they're allowing Sony Marvel, was allowing. Them. Yeah, they're allowing Marvel to bring Spider Man into the Marvel universe. Gotcha. Um, so Sony still gets the financial benefit of Spider Man showing up on these movies, but Marvel's actually the ones writing the scripts and putting the people in the cast and and doing everything because right. we can't trust Sony, especially with the Spider Man franchise. They cast like an eighty year old Andrew Garfield at the time to be a high Andrew schooler. Garfield. God. Damn it! That's who they oh, was trying. To, what you were yeah, talking. that's okay, what I was sorry. trying to say. <laughs> um, I like uh, Tommy McGuire. Um, Toby. Huh? Toby McGuire. Is it Tommy McGuire? Toby. No. Toby. Toby. What? 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 <laughs> you were saying Tony McGuire. I didn't say Tony. Oh, I heard Tony. I'm not, I'm not the only one who's deaf here. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> sorry. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I like Sam Raimi's approach with Toby Maguire. Toby was a little bit, I don't know, not quite Peter Parker for me, but he worked in the movel, in the movels, the, the movies. <laughs> Marvel Jesus, movie. dude, what is wrong with us today? <laughs> this is one of those episodes. <laughs> tired. We worked all week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're recording on a Friday night, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, we just looked at a beer and started getting drunk. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the first two movies were fantastically written. In the third one, you could see. Um, Sandman had a really well elaborated written out movie. He did, yeah. And then they cut and pasted Venom onto it. Yep. And they kind of killed the franchise and they stopped it and they rebooted it like within like two years with a new Andrew Garfield, even though everybody wanted uh, Donald Glover to be in there. There was a big movie for Don- Donald Glover. They say, well, no, Donald Glover looks too black or whatever. And this guy who's like 35 yeah. years old is going to play a high schooler, which does makes even less sense yeah. than Donald yeah. Glover. Like Donald Glover would have been the better option right there. Um, and so Marvel took that key. He's like, we'll draw it up. You know, Sony doesn't own the comics. We do. So yeah. they, they went with it, which is awesome. And hence Miles Morales. Exactly. Which is great. And uh, so when it came to the uh, Avengers, yeah. there's like, well, let's bring Spider-Man in. And a lot of people were like, well, 
if you're gonna bring Spider-Man in, it's gotta be Spider-Man Peter Parker, not Spider-Man Miles Morales. He was never in the you know he wasn't he wasn't around at that time or the Civil War and all that fun stuff. It's like, well, how are you gonna do that if Sony owns Spider-Man? And so Marvel talking to them for like I don't know what three four years something like that. It's a Um, long ass time, dude. To to get the licensing to put Spider-Man in there and say, hey, when we do Spider-Man, we're going to do it our way because we have this track record of doing things correctly, not yeah. the Sony way. So they did Spider-Man correctly, I believe. Now, bringing Donald Glover into the mix, would they bring in another Spider-Man? That'd be fantastic. Absolutely. Be, it would be so cool. I, and But but back to the licensing thing, it, it solves the issue where if Marvel wanted to take Sony out of the picture and their image of Spider-Man, they right. can have a Miles Morales in this universe legally. Because this is something they created after after Sony's uh, yeah. purchase of Spider-Man. This is something that it's Marvel property, per se. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with the Fantastic Four. Obviously, Fox holds you yeah, know, the X-Men. Yeah, who cares about Fantastic Four? At this point, it's been dragged <laughs> through the dirt so much, but nobody I mean, Spider-Man's cares. Spider-Man's done a lot of things so with like, uh, Richards and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Reed Richards. Um, Spider- I mean, Spider-Man's everywhere. Yeah, um, but it, it's, not as, it's not as prominent as like you would see... Spider-Man with like a Deadpool. I think it would be hilarious to have right. like a Tom Holland and a um, what's his face playing Ryan Deadpool, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, right? Doing something together. I think that'd be hilarious. But that's Fox, and it's yeah, true. true. So that's what I'm saying. It's that you know, there's a potential there for a lot of crossover, for mm-hmm. a lot of great content that's already existing, and it works. But you got to tell somebody, hey, we can make money off of this. Can we take the reins and do it correctly? And if they're going to be, you know, old white guys with you know too much money who want to make decisions about everything and just do it incorrectly yeah i guess so i'm i'm excited for it um with marvel i don't know where they're gonna put him like i want to speculate but i'm just there's so many options there would it be another spider-man that'd be fantastic would it be a villain i think he could pull it off oh he could definitely pull it off so um and michael keaton plays what was it the uh, vulture Vulture? Yeah. yeah I'm not really familiar with who the vulture is. He's he's one of the he's a flying guy. Um, think about Falcon uh, from the Avengers, but old and decrepit and just oh, okay. bitter about everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll see what happens with right. Donald Glover. But I I like him. I we you know we just saw his little quote unquote cameo in The Martian when we saw that movie for the first time. Right. You know I mentioned that a couple episodes ago. Uh, he was great, right there. He worked um, really well in that movie, a, a, in in a really award winning sort of fashion. Like right. he's very good. He's not just silly. Like you see him in a lot of silly stuff. He's actually he's really good. Well, it's it's it was um, his performance in that movie particularly was he shined, but he didn't overshine anybody. He no. worked great in that role yeah. where he needed to be, and he hit the thing spot on. Um, so he didn't need any kind of guidance and all that fun stuff. He just. He took the role, he went with it, and did a fantastic job, and I loved him in that role. Right. I loved that, him in that movie. You're and, right. I, mean, I, I liked the movie. I didn't love the movie, but individual characters like his mm-hmm. were what made it for me. It's true. It's true. So we'll uh, we'll see. If you'd like to chime in on the conversation, please email geek30podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts and theories on who he's going to play. Um, so next up in the news, we have... Steam summer sale. Yeah, this has been uh, it's been a rough day. Uh, well, a couple days on my wallet. Ah, oh my, no, my thing is that's making a, noises. That's a that's a noise. So the Steam summer sale is on, and of course, for thousands and thousands of gamers around the world, this means we're going to be spending a shit ton of money. So I dropped like fifty bucks yesterday on like four games. So you spent the the money or the regular money of like a regular game. 
Yeah, on like four <laughs> games. Yeah, but but that that's just the beginning of it. But these are like also old games. So right. um, in the past, like I bought a, a bunch of different stuff that I like I wouldn't have ever played in the past. Like for instance, um, I bought Fable Anniversary Edition. Okay. So you remember the first Fable game? Yes. I um they they basically reskinned the game. It looks beautiful. Okay. Uh, in the Unreal Engine, a, an older version of the Unreal Engine, but it's really pretty. And so, like, I started playing that again because it's just an old game that I've always wanted to play, and I never got around to it. And I bought it for like seven bucks. <laughs> and then I also, um, so yesterday I bought a, a few games. Uh, one of them was uh, Far Cry Four. Really? Yeah, that okay. was like thirty bucks or something. Nice. And um, I was a huge fan of Far Cry Three. That was the first Far Cry game I really ever took some part in playing. Okay. Um. I wanted to get four, but my like backlog of games just kept piling up, and I never got around to it. And I and I legitimately said to myself, "I'm going to wait until the Steam Summer Sale comes out, <laughs> because then I will actually be able to buy it for cheap." Right. And here, here I am. I bought it for like half price. And then I also bought um, a couple of of indie titles. One is this War of Mine. Right. Have you heard about this game? Yes. It's a really emotionally packed game. Um, in fact, thanks to Anna um, out there for pushing me to buy this game. Thanks, Anna. Because she she told me she's like, and it's, emo- it's an emotional roller coaster, but it's one you have to go on. Right. So it's the perspective of war from uh, from a group of people that you don't really think about, the civilians. Right. Now, I haven't actually taken time to start playing it yet, but I've seen some of the footage. It looks gripping. It looks really... Uh, it looks really dark and right. and deep. So you're trying to. It, it actually it reminds me a little bit of Valiant Hearts um, in a more realistic setting. Valiant Hearts is a game that takes place in World War One, right? That's and it's a side dog, scroller. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the yeah. dog, and it's a really sad story. Not about the dog. <laughs> Never <laughs> no, mind. No, <laughs> no. So uh, I I was immediately drawn to that just because of Valiant Hearts and how great that game is. And I and um, oh, I was weird. I had a, a bubble, bubble in my, yeah. in my throat. <laughs> and uh, banished is another one. So this is actually a really cool real time strategy game that is more. It's not about war at all. It's just about survival. Okay. So you have this group of villagers that have been banished from whatever village that they were at, and then they basically have to create a new village. So you build little houses and roads, and and it's all about gathering. And replanting in the land and cultivating the land and surviving. It's just it's an RTS survival game. Okay, nice. And the graphics are beautiful. I've got it pumped up to like ultra on my gaming rig, and <laughs> it's actually it's really pretty. And yeah. you build like fishing huts, and uh, there's like commerce and some other stuff. It's not it's not multiplayer. I don't think. Right. I don't think. Uh, and then I also got, and this is what I'm really excited about: the Game of Thrones Telltale. Dun, dun, dun. A, so is that going to be another one that's done in chapters? Yeah. Okay. But I I got all six chapters. Oh, nice. So they had a whole pack of them. Um, it was like twenty bucks for all six. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No, it's like six games for right. twenty dollars. Um, so I ended up getting um getting that. I'm a big fan of the Wolf Among Us and the Walking Dead games. I want to play the Michonne game next. Like they're they're basically cinematic experiences for people out there who listen to the show who may not really be into video games. These are games that you can really get into. Right. And they're on the cheap right now. They are. You can you basically 
it, like for instance, the Wolf Among Us, you choose what path and you know sto- like you choose it's a choose your own adventure game right that's really that's really all it is remember those books that we used to read when we were kids the one i always failed at and just stopped reading well no this <laughs> these were the only books to page like, three you're dead yeah well fair enough jojo always died on those books <laughs> every single time yeah i never got through one of those books you even didn't? when i even when i read it from like left to right cover i still managed to <laughs> they're, they're, he, he died halfway through it was weird <laughs> exactly freaking page three it's always yeah. page three it's like the you know all the library information on that, and I still died. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to get your feedback, Jojo. Um, when you see an opportunity, like I see opportunities to play a lot of these games that I never really got a chance to play, right. and, and here they are on the cheap, do you have like some kind of stupid instinctual like need to jump the gun and like buy stuff like that? Sometimes. I've done that on Wii and Wii U. So when they brought the... Uh the market out and they um put like the virtual console on the Wii and Wii U that made a lot of sense to me. Sure. Um I loved uh, a lot of things on the console like Xbox with the uh, gold. You sometimes get yeah. stuff for free, but sometimes you get things on the cheap like oh. uh I ended up uh yeah. are they doing well, the sell right now? Was, well, they they I I think I showed you this earlier XCOM XCOM is now is, yeah, on 360. Thank you. Shout out to Jason for turning <laughs> me on to that game. What a great game. And, and okay. you know what? XCOM 2 is on sale. There we go. For like 40 bucks. All right. I think I'm going to buy it. So I can buy get one for free and then uh, play yeah. it on Xbox, uh, Xbox One yeah. and buy the other one for 40 bucks. I swear, dude. It, what a great game. Okay. Thank you again, Jason. Seriously, it was like a life changer. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, and so I've done that a couple times with uh, my brother turned me on to Transformers. Um, War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron. And at one point, Xbox had it on sale, one for, I think, five bucks, the other one for 15 bucks. Really? It was 20 That's bucks great. for the two games. And they were originally 60 bucks a pop. Um, so something like Steam scares me. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I have, I need, I still need to buy a couch, <laughs> you know, and a TV. But why why but, have all that when you have like video games you can play? I know, right? Just, okay. Just, <laughs> it's so easy. It's like, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy. I still have games. So I've played all my Wii U games. Well, except I just bought the remix of Twilight Princess. I mean, but I played Twilight Princess before. before, Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I haven't played it in HD. I still played it. Yeah, I I feel like I need to play that game again and try to beat it. Okay, is that worth doing? I I believe it is. Okay, Um, it's it's kind of and unfortunately we've had this chat before. Legend of Zelda got very linear for a while, right? And you have to do things in a certain order. Um, And I like the fact that the new one is coming out to be a lot more open world. world, Right. uh, So that'll be cool. Go listen to episode twenty-eight if you want to hear that conversation. Um. I, uh, I I like the idea of the Steam sale. I love the idea of like humble bundles every month. Um, it's stuff that they put on sale. Oh, I got a great deal on humble bundle. Yeah, with all Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I skipped out on that one because actually I think I actually had half those games already. Oh, did you <laughs> on PC full price? They're on <laughs> CD somewhere. <laughs> Dude, you can still. They had a whole. Um, I think I think I saw more stuff with Star Wars on sale. But yeah, I got. Knights of the Old Republic, which I I beat, but I was like, oh, I'll just have it on here anyway, just right. in case I ever get the itch to play it. The second one, which I never played. Right. Then I have like uh, uh, uh Jedi Knight, Jedi so Knight Two. I never played the Coder Dark Forces. Games. I never played Knights of the Old Republic, but the Jedi Academy. I have all those games. Yeah. And I played they? all those games. They're, we should we should land on CD. We should land. I would absolutely land. Oh, that'd be why so haven't you fun. sold your house yet? So you could buy the new ones. So we could land party. Oh man, we could totally land party here. I won't. I mean, I'll be paying rent. I won't live there, but I'll still be paying rent because I'll be there so much. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you know, with my Xboxes and my uh, my PCs and, and whatever other devices. Um, the Steam Summer Sale, I think, is a great idea. Again, I'm trying to avoid it simply because 
I don't want to spend. It's not that much money because um, again, everything's on sale. But I don't want to spend a bunch of money on a bunch of games. I'm not ready to play it because I still have to. I still have a backlog of my own. And True that. Oh, I'm I, pouring a new beer for JoJo. Pouring a new beer. Apparently, I'm drinking mine a lot faster than Alex's. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> um, so I didn't want to um, start buying a bunch of games I couldn't commit to. Fair enough. Man, your glass like gets a lot of head. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so when we did the intro today and he said, I'll form the head, I started laughing. We had to redo it just because. <laughs> there, there were some redos just on that one. Just because we're eight. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All the screws are my fault because, you know, you know. But I want to hear from you guys because I'm on a Steam summer sale kick right now. If you guys have any recommendations on games that I should try that are on sale right now and you're like, Alex, you got to play these. Like, seriously, you got to play them. Right. Uh, let me know. Or if there were any games that you bought on sale that you loved personally uh, or you didn't like. Oh, nope. yeah, like, let me know if, if there's anything I should hold out. Like, and, this like, beer, we're just like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, yeah, sh- it's a good beer. It's Shiner not a great prickly beer. Pear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did geek- you buy any software versions of prickly pear? <laughs> oh, my God, I hope not. It would taste like uh, cough syrup. So, uh, geek30podcast at gmail.com, let me know. I think it would be really fun to get some feedback on that. Absolutely. Um, so, last in the news, uh, this is very recent as of, like, an hour and a half ago. God, this new Voltron series on Netflix is really, really good. I haven't had so much fun with an anime in a long time. Yeah, it's really fun. Because it reminds me of being a kid. Um, the jokes are both... Uh, they, they're they geared towards kids, obviously. They they, they break the, the tension. They break the comedy you know, in a way that is funny to eight-year-olds. But it's not so stupid that an adult can enjoy it. Yep. I mean... The action is amazing. The animation is amazing. The storyline is really gripping. The characters are yes. really well developed. Yeah, they are. Um, obviously, I have my own association with Hunk already because he's big and crazy and <laughs> not crazy, but well, compassionate. He's, he's basically and, JoJo. <laughs> he's he's the retard strength of the group. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so my favorite character is, uh, is a, my fa- my favorite character is a little green dude. Right. Um, uh, in the in the Green Lion, but I watched the first episode right as jojo was getting over here to the house and it, i he so he texts me um saying hey i'm here can you open the garage door i have an alarm.com system so i can actually like push a button and open my garage because i i was so i was so gripped to like watching this this show <laughs> he wasn't gonna hit pause no just, no I, I opened it <laughs> I, I used my app and i said open the garage door and as soon as he walked in i opened up the 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 door upstairs and i yelled down i was like jojo get up here i'm watching voltron <laughs> but i'm not gonna lie to you it's pretty solid system because i sent you that text and not more than like 12 seconds later that garage door is opening yeah. so that was pretty quick yep yeah it's, <laughs> it's it's solid when it works yeah that's for sure and it works pretty well so uh voltron it was great great homage to you yeah. know a lot of like returning names like uh i think uh lance right. lance right is Keith? Keith I, Keith, I believe. Yeah, the, yeah. Keith was a was a character. Right. Um, the princess. Right. Same princess. Yeah. Um, they're on Eris. Hulk. Or not Hulk. Hunk. Hunk. Yeah. I don't know why I said Hulk. <laughs> Same difference, right? Yeah, but he's like he's like the big dude. <laughs> he's a big dude. But I feel like he's he's a lot more like shy. Right. Than right. the original Voltron. I kind I kind of like they, this character. They they changed a couple of things. Again, a lot of the 
characters in the old series kind of had a lot of similarities. Sure. They had, like, slightly different variations that meant they went to blue or to red or to yellow. This one, their whole personalities are completely different. They they're are. They're different sizes. They're different people. That they have different backgrounds. And that is how what is determined for them to be in, the, in which line that they are. Um, and what's the green guy's name again? I keep forgetting. His, he's got a really weird name. Was it, like, it's not like Pip or anything? No, it's, it's similar to, like, something like Pip. Yeah. Uh, while JoJo's looking that up, um, one of the characters that actually really caught me was Shiro, the the new leader, the 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 Black Lion. Um, his character actually is, first of all, he's got kind of like a, a presence about him, which I think is really necessary in a group of a bunch of young kids, and he's kind of like the the senior. He's absolutely guy. He's, like he's in like, command. Yeah, yeah, he's like to me, you know, in, in the hero's journey, you typically see the. Um, the wizard who's going to guide the young hero and teach the young hero how to do whatever it is that, you know, they need to do. But I still, I feel like he is that to them, but I still also feel like he's on his own journey. Right. Like he's still learning how to be a hero himself, but he's also being a mentor at the same time to these kids. That's that's one of the things, um, again, I'm about two or three episodes ahead of you. Pidge is the name. Pidge. Pimp. 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 PMP. Um, They're all individually on their own journeys you know for a bunch of different reasons um they're doing it very well he's not sure how to be a leader but he has to be a leader yeah um and everybody else you know hunk you know wants to eat he doesn't want to he wants to go home no yeah he's scared whatever but he has to be a hero this other guy is like i want to be the best pilot ever but he's he's got to calm down (laughs) can i also point something out even though hunk was wanting to you know leave and and he was scared right he took the bullet for lance there in the first in the first episode you remember that absolutely yeah he he put like his his tigers or lion's body and bears yeah (laughs) he put his lion's body right in the way of those rockets as they were coming right at him and I thought that that was, it's little things like that, and it's so simple, right? Like, it's a freaking cartoon. It's right. aimed towards kids, but they're actually doing a really good job right. gearing shows, these characters again, up. There's different reasons. I mean, heroes defined by different many things, yeah. and this guy is just compassionate. He puts other people before himself, you yeah. know? Uh, other ones will do the technology. They're smart, and they can figure out what's going on around them. A lot of them are just brave and courageous, and they will be the first one to do th- something. And something, some of them are just really dex- uh, dexterous. De- dexterous dexterous like a dexterous dexterous <laughs> dexterous that's um, my favorite um <laughs> pill i take to go to sleep there dexterous. we go dexterous yeah <laughs> i don't know sounds um, like a prescription so drug they've got a lot of talent but not necessarily motivation you know so and they show you in this one that everybody has both their strengths and their weaknesses um yeah and they they, they show that both in the human form and in their lion form you know how that works you know as, as one one of the things i thought was really cool was in the old series the lions were almost all virtually the same size this one's they're definitive yeah in their sizes you know the they arms all look are different. smaller the yeah. legs are bigger and then the, the main chest and head is the biggest of the, yeah. of the group so the way they designed the lions was but phenomenal even the, so blue and yellow are the legs right yes. so even the yellow one because it matched hunk yeah like it was his because Hunk is like a big dude. Right. The yellow line was a little bit bigger than bigger, all of them. Just like you except know, not as armor. big as the not as big as the. But he was like the tank. If there right. was a exactly. tank in that group, exactly. Um, there was something else I was going to say. What was it? So uh, Pidge has there's so much I want to say the about the show, and he's a little oh. smaller. And then um, was it Keith that has the sword? Keith, and- yeah. So so my favorite, one of my favorite parts in. <laughs> And it was when Keith found the red line, he was trying to, because, you know, the red line was hard to, uh, right. was very stubborn. He's temperamental. He's temperamental. <laughs> and 
and he was getting bombarded by like all these bad guys and and you know the shield is around the the red one like he's not letting anybody in and keith's like banging on the shield he's like i'm trying to bond with you i'm bonding with you and he's like he's like banging on it it reminds me a lot of alex and finn i yeah, don't know why. really that that does perfectly <laughs> but it's, it's funny like that isn't it yeah it is um oh my god i want to say things but i don't want to give too much away because you haven't gotten there yet <laughs> don't yeah seriously i want to so, watch I, I i'm this is this is like my new jam right man they, I, I really like this show they go through some testing later on and you start to see how their personalities differ and it's just it's hilarious the way they present it and but it's hilarious but it's very intelligent how you they approach know, so, it like like what you said i think the um going back to your original point they do a lot to uh set up you know, like to have like really good action sequences, really great animation. It's beautiful, right? Stuff like that. But I think what makes this show so great is really how each character is its own individual. It's it's the content. You know, that's really it it's could be the, the most beautiful yeah. thing. Look at Sucker Punch. The Sucker Punch was a beautiful movie. I don't know what the hell happened. No, it's true. <laughs> you know? Was there a plot? Ultraviolet. Milo Jovovich. Beautiful, beautiful movie. I walked out. That's the only movie to date I've ever walked out on. <laughs> there was. I don't know what happened there. It was yep. it was pretty to look at. I looked at Deanna. I was like, "Are you like? Do you get any of this?" And she's half asleep at this point. I'm like, "Yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go." It's it's basically if you want to show off your TV, or if you just want artwork in your hallway and you want to use an LED TV as a right. piece of artwork, you put it on Sucker Punch or you put on um, Ultraviolet because that's all they're worth. You know, there's no plot there. They just look really pretty. And unfortunately, some anime goes that route. Some anime um, takes the action and dumbs it down too much, or focuses too much on the action and. And then can't really take a break from it. This has such a great balance of action, stressful situations, comedy, real life situations. You know, you know when you when you said when you said it can't take a break from the action, that immediately reminded me of One Punch Man. I still haven't seen it. It's so great. Okay, there's so much, but it, the whole thing is action, right? And it's beautiful. Okay, and the characters are just enough of the character for you to like understand what's going on. Okay. Um. It's not a deep story. It's not meant to be a deep story. It's just right. meant to be like, you want to watch some motherfuckers kick each other's asses? <laughs> watch One Punch Man, because that's what they well, do. And I'm about to, um, I don't know, alienate a bunch of people here, but at least it's not Dragon Ball Z, where they spend four weeks yelling at each other, not actually doing anything. Well, yeah, because they have to power up, bro. Yeah, okay. uh, for four weeks? Y yeah, it takes a really I, long I, time. I'm an ADD child. Have you ever been a Super <laughs> Saiyan? <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yeah, you just don't know, okay? It takes a long time. You're, you're, you're I spent, like, <laughs> do you see my hair? Like, I'm right Does now I'm blonde? powering up. You just, I, I haven't been yelling. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> okay, all right. It's going to go blonde but in a second. I Give just, it a second. I, I, I got tired of it. It's like, okay. Are you actually gonna fight, or was this yeah. it's like sexual tension? I still gotta kiss? watch. I still <laughs> gotta watch. Uh, you know, Jose recommended the abridged version of Dragon Ball Z. Like they have it on YouTube. Right, 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 right. I yes. want to watch it because it gets <laughs> rid of all awesome. the it gets rid right. of all the stupid all the talking yeah. and, and it gets right to the good stuff, which and I that's, like. That's one of the things. One of my friends posted something on Facebook today when I was bored, and I figured, hey, for once I'm going on Facebook. Um, and they were like, "Well, this is the best scene ever of any anime," and it was I don't know eight minutes of goku saying well this is my form and this is my other form this is my third form or well you know he goes to the first two forms and then the third form he spends like eight minutes trying to power up into is like okay i'm tired what he's gonna do is it what's going on and, and all at the same time the bad guy's looking at him like oh my god look at when the bad guy could easily go up there and whoop his ass you know 
this is some really stupid bad guys in yeah. Dragon Ball Z. I mean, no matter he won, they just weren't that good. But when the the great thing about Dragon Ball Z is that when action happened, it was really freaking good for that time. I wouldn't know. Yeah, Four weeks later, I, know. I had already. I know. Yeah, I already dipped out. The the difference between then and now is that we're a lot more ADD now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've caught up to your level of ADD, Jojo. That's, so, I was watching it in the nineties. Look, there's a butterfly. There's Squirrel. A butterfly. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> so. Uh, and now we have great stuff like Naruto has a lot of really good action. Bleach, right. One Punch Man is is the epitome of I, action. I want to watch Bleach, but Bleach scares me. And the same thing I have with the commitment issue with video games because that's like eight hundred episodes. I think I watched. I watched all of them. I binge watched all of them. Right, which is scary. But that's Sc- like a year's Think about it. Think about it. That's because they're like what twenty three minute episodes, aren't yeah. they? Oh yeah, Times I watched eight hundred. I watched at least four or five episodes a day. That's insane. Yeah. You know, so I don't, because I know once I start, it's not going to finish. But that's, you know, like a month and, later. And you want to know something? <laughs> you know? Bleach is one of my favorites, dude. Awesome. Awesome. It's so awesome. great. I so, need something to go back through Kenshin again. But, but right now, Voltron has my full attention. Absolutely. I am so into this. If you're watching Voltron on Netflix, please let us know. Geek30podcast at gmail.com. How do you feel? Did you watch the original? I yeah. Mean, I, I own the uh, original on DVD. I, I only watched like episodes here and there of the original. Right. Like I knew enough of it to kind of have an appreciation, but this is like this is great. Absolutely. So great. Um all right, but we've got a lot of really great responses from last week's Geek Thirty question. I know of the thank week. you guys so much for reaching out. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, why don't we get into that segment now? I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. So last week's question was, what video game controller do you feel most comfortable with? Uh, JoJo and I were talking about how I love the Xbox One controller. You love the original Xbox controller. Yep. And, and all Nintendo controllers. And, and you said your least favorite controller was... Dreamcast. Dreamcast. I said originally the original Xbox controller, but then I was just talking to him about it. My least favorite was actually Nintendo 64. I I want to tell you to get out, but this is your house. It's my house. <laughs> I'm pointing I, towards an exit. You know, that's, it's weird, right? Like, it, But the, the controller just felt clunky and like... It, it did not. It felt perfect. It felt so counterintuitive to awesome. me. awesome. Oh, people are going to hate me for that. They are. More so than I say the Dragon Ball Z thing. I know. <laughs> the answer is... Because there has never been a Nintendo controller that wasn't comfortable. Even the Square NES controller was comfortable. I'm not going to say it wasn't like... It wasn't comfortable, but like the whole form factor is really mm-hmm. effed up, right? Like, it's it's completely counterintuitive the way. <laughs> I just no, I just it, can't. It, it was it was a stepping stone to the next level because you you didn't get that was the first iteration of an analog joystick. Um, the True. seat buttons were weird for like strafing and Goldeneye and Perfect Dark and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they added a second analog stick instead of yes. having butt bumpers the and whatnot. C, the seat buttons were weird to me. I just okay. Uh, I mean, they made sense. When they're at, set up as normal buttons, when people started using C buttons for things like strafe and whatnot, they try to make it work around. It didn't always work, but I mean, I played Wave Race 64 so much. I played like Mario 64 so much, and everything was just like super fluid on that system. Yeah. Well, I. Awkward of time. Well, <laughs> it was terrible. That was awesome. That was, that's a lie. That is a damn no, lie. No, I mean, I had a lot of good, I had a lot of great experiences on the Nintendo 64, but, um, want to give some folks some shout outs so sam says xbox one controller definitely better than ps controllers agreed sam, you're there. my favorite yeah I, I i agree there and not that i hate the playstation controllers but um and i prefer one. i prefer xbox controllers jason on the other hand says current gen playstation 4 old school super nintendo 
I would agree with him there. I love the Super Nintendo it controller. Was, it was, it was I don't want to say flawless, I, I, but um, I mean, it's about close to perfection you I can get formed, without analog. I formed many a blister playing Street Fighter. You know, I there. never got blisters playing controllers. Oh, my never. God, dude. I would, I would play some severe games of Street Fighter where I would wake up the next morning and I had blisters all over my thumbs. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was real bad. Because my brother and I would go back and forth lots of times. And we'd play endless hours of like Double Dragon on the original NES. Never got blisters. Really? Yeah. Well, Alex says uh, keyboard and mouse, obviously. That's actually become my new controller uh, because I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. That's not a co- uh, controller, though. That's a keyboard and yeah, a mouse. but it's like I'm so much better. Like we talked about this last show. I, and and I, I'll be the first one to, to tell you, and I think I've said it before, where you know, I grew up on like Soldier of Fortune and Unreal Tournament and Doom and Quake and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, keyboard and mouse are a love of mine, but they always get that one PC Master Race guy is like, no. Nah, controller wise controllers are a lot more comfortable than keyboard and mouse it's easier to play certain games on keyboard and mouse but they won't be as comfortable it depends on the game i I Mm. prefer to play like an assassin's creed with a controller i i can't use a keyboard anymore for first i have to actually use a specialized controller for my oh yeah you you use a little gamepad right exactly a a belkin uh n52 tournament edition yeah um and I mean, again, that's the only reason why I do keyboard as much as I do anymore for like StarCraft or I would say Diablo 3, but that's all clicky at this point. But, you know, World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and all the other PC games I play. Um, I can't play I can't play MMOs, by the way, now without my Naga mouse, without like the 12 buttons on the side of my mouse. So I have a Naga mouse. And that's the reason why my heels became very solid, you know, three years ago when I was still playing. Um, Naga was fantastic, um, especially with... so. Especially with like a healer or even with a tank, when you gotta click on different things yeah. or whatever, the twelve button just makes life just so oh, much it's easier. Great. Yeah, it was so much fantastic. easier. You, don't, you have to move your cursor all over the place. And speaking of World of Warcraft, Jeff from my raid team, Jeff from Filthy Casuals on Earth and Rain. Shout out, uh, Horde side for the Horde. For the Horde, uh, Jeff says definitely not Steam controller. So I was actually talking <laughs> to Jeff about this. Uh, Jeff got the uh, got the Steam controller, and and at first he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm kind of getting used to it, you know, this and that." And I was like, "All right, well, let me know how it is." And so when we posted this, and he said that, I I asked him if he sent, uh, if there was some regret there. Yeah, and he said, "Yeah, being returned tonight." <laughs> okay, <laughs> wow. Fair so my friend enough. Mike pe- picked up one of those, um, and it's infinitely programmable, and he's, you can do a lot of cool things with it. But it's not like it is, and it isn't controller simultaneously. It's trying to be a keyboard, you know. Uh, yeah, but, and there's also there's a lot of weird buttons on it though right, too. Right. Um, and then uh, there were a couple of a couple more here. Let me just make sure I get back to it. I didn't. I lost it there for a second. Um, oh, Jose, who was Jose. on the show before, yes. said PlayStation Four controller is perfection. Eh, I wouldn't say perfection. I mean, it's good, but not perfection. Um, Melissa says I prefer the simple NES, not tons of buttons and joysticks to mess with. You know, just get back to the good old days. I mean, just they, people keep trying to perfect perfection. It was already perfect once. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's a great way to put it. <laughs> Why fix something that's not broke? Well, you know, you're, just, you're not only beating a dead horse, you're dropping a grenade on it. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Know? And then we got an email from Don in Don. response to this. Who's Don's been on the show a couple times. First off, OMG, new God of War! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! And exclamation point. You forgot one. Exclamation point. There we sorry. go. <laughs> uh, looks freaking awesome. Yeah, it does. Anyway, 
Now on to question of the week. My favorite is the PS3 controller. It is very comfortable and had great feel. I like the new DualShock for the PS4, but the triggers and buttons are a little squishy. I hate the Xbox controller. It feels very clunky and bulky to me, but it doesn't come anywhere near to being as bad as that Sega Genesis controller. <laughs> that thing gave me hand cramps after just a couple of minutes, Diddy. So uh, I forgot about the Sega Genesis controller. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was as like it was never a Super Nintendo controller no. though. The thing was, is Genesis is a lot bigger. Again, with the from the NES to SNES, you had a um a change from square to like a rounded edges and whatnot, and it became more modern and whatnot. But everything that was applied to that controller was built around people using it. Genesis right. took those buttons that were already existing in SNES and made it in a more contoured controller and it's like, this is cool, whatever. I don't think they actually like field tested it because a lot of people were complaining about it. I complained about it. I don't ever get blisters on my, my fingers or whatever, but it's like, this is, I can't, you play like Mortal Kombat Street Fighter on there yeah. and you can't reach it. It's almost like the orange button on a guitar. <laughs> you know, the other extra <laughs> buttons are, are out of place. Well, when you're guitarded and you can't reach that with your pinky. Well, I, I, well, I mean, I, I used to be able to do that, but now I'm functionally guitarded yes <laughs> um now i'm a drummer <laughs> yeah but um it was if it was only four buttons genesis would be a, an awesome controller i think the six the fifth and sixth buttons were the ones that killed it yeah yeah I, it, it was a little counterintuitive right right a little bit uh, so thanks again for the great feedback. We we love reading everybody's thoughts. If you would like to contribute to any sort of uh, Geek 30 question, uh, you can always email geek30podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Geek 30. Now we have a new question. A new question? A new question. How do you define yourself as a geek? How do you, Alex, define yourself as a geek? God, that's a really – I've been thinking a lot about this. Um, so we, we've been doing a lot of very superficial questions. And I love it, and I, we want to keep that up too, but I actually I want to get into the, the the meat of it. I mean, a lot of people say they're a geek, but why? You know why? why? You because I've learned over the years to embrace what I love. Right. And you know what? If you if you think it's stupid or whatever, fuck you. <laughs> that's really that's ooh, really, ooh, ooh. yeah. <laughs> no, because I I I've I, I used to kind of be like, oh yeah, anime, whatever. But I'm like, I'm a closet anime nerd. And like you know, I I used to like kind of hold back and and be in fear of being judged. And maybe it's just because I, I'm older and I just don't give a shit at this point. Right. When I was in high school or anything, but now I I just love sharing what i'm passionate about and realizing the enthusiasm i have for what i'm passionate about also hearing what other people find geeky and and they love like when we've had jamie on the show and how he's he's like really into woodworking he loves right. building stuff exactly um he's also a great musician and he loves anything you know comic book and you know he's those traditional geeky swiss stuff, army but, human <laughs> you know, yeah but, he's, but he also gets really geeky about certain stuff right right and um really dedicates a lot of time to it right absolutely so that's that's ultimately what defines me as a geek is that i want to just i want to love something unconditionally and give zero shits about what other people think and that's that's brilliant that's that's i don't think it gets better than that honestly no no what about you I, I tend to get super passionate about things. Um, and, you know, what I'm passionate about right now might not be what I'm passionate about next year or, yeah. you know, even 10 minutes ago. Um, I I like to find out things like audio. I'm still a, an audio fan. I don't know why I'm deaf, <laughs> you know. Well, but one ear. You still got I, one functional ear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when I delved into it, you know, 
once upon a time when I was building car audio systems, like what is an amp? You know, what is a subwoofer? You know, I got to figure out what this is and how does that work and what's an ohm, what's an impedance, and what's all this you know, craziness. Um, and for me, it's the passion to want to learn. Yeah, um, sure. just yeah. to 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 go after something. Anime, it's like you want to know what happens next. You know, shows, movies. You know, I love details in movies. And I was actually talking with this with a friend of mine. Um, we were talking about Zootopia, and oh, have, you've seen that, right? Movie. Yes. Okay. So the Jaguar driver, his name is Manchas. Manchas in Spanish means stains or spot. They called the Jaguar spot. Oh, <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. I guess that didn't click for me. So it's one of those things where I, I love to pick up the little details yeah. that happens. Um, or what a great movie that was, though. I was. Fa- I felt like it was a little rushed. Like I kind of wanted more. You know, like yeah. they could have made it fifteen minutes longer, and it would have been perfect. That's the only complaint that I have was that it wasn't enough of it. <laughs> you know? that, that's that's actually fair. I wanted yeah. to know more about that world. I loved it. I loved the message that it brought. Exactly. But um, anyway, I don't want to that, that could be a whole other <laughs> go tangent. Go too off that. But uh, are, other things like Avatar, for one thing, uh, the, the one with the blue aliens, not the anime, um, Pocahontas in space. <laughs> yeah, Ferngoli. Um, so, um, yeah, Fern- Ferngoli also. So, he, uh, the, the Marine introduces himself as Sully. And if I've given you a word for the first time, you're going to reciprocate how I said the word. When she speaks it, you can tell that she read off a script because she says Sully. She didn't repeat what he says. She says something that she interprets, kind of a deal. So you can tell that that was, they weren't uh, in the same room and they were talking to each other. They were reading scripts and then it was applied to the faces afterwards, kind of a deal. Mm, yeah. So I'm, I'm very detail-oriented in that aspect. I, I pick up the little details from here and there. And so, you know, you, you learn about the little things that happen and you want to explore that a little bit more. And that's where I find myself to be a geek is to be passionate about stuff, not you know, as a whole, you know, not just anime, but like this one anime or this one game or this one, you know, movie or whatever, and just really get uh, like deep dive into it. Yeah. No, that's great. That That's great. I, I know a lot of people like you who get really into something and then they kind of move on to the next thing, but they, but it's almost like a hundred percent commitment. Right. When they get into that thing, it's like, I got to know everything about that. Right. I just don't have the attention for that. <laughs> it's like, funny because I'm, I'm not I, that ADD, I'm not but, that, you know. <laughs> but, I, but I also, like, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not smart enough to like, you wanna, say that. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, man. I, more power to you. I'm the one with the retard strength. I'm not supposed to be the smart one of <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> oh, jeez. We, we have to rethink this friendship. Um, so if you would like to chime in on this conversation, we would love to hear what makes you geeky and what makes you passionate about all this stuff. This is stuff that we celebrate on this show every day. This is stuff that Absolutely. we love. Um, I mean, well, every we, show, not every day, but well, I mean, every, every day. day. I mean, we do. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we've had multiple people come on the show. Ryan did travel. We mm-hmm. had um, Alex. Not uh, Alex. Who am I thinking of? Chris. Chris Mack. Chris. Why am I thinking your name when I'm thinking of Chris? He did golf, you know? <laughs> he's only he's only like almost my brother. But. Yeah, you know, it's just minor <laughs> details. I just, you know, everybody else is named Alex. I just you know, they applied to yeah, him, too. You know, Chris Mack. Um, someone does, you know, D&D. Someone does, you know, this. Someone does that. And everybody has a different geekdoms. And it's one thing to love something, but how you love it mm-hmm. is also how you're a geek, you know? Yeah. It's not just what you love, but how you love it. Absolutely. So let us know, how do you define yourself as a geek? Geek30podcast at gmail.com, at Geek30 on Twitter. Um, Search us on Facebook and YouTube, yeah. uh, Geek30 Happy Hour, and we'll pop up. Yeah, so uh, I think this has been a really fun episode. Absolutely. Um, great talking about all this stuff. I noticed that Alex didn't drink another beer. Ooh, uh, yeah, how about that? <laughs> I just had one. 
I just had one. <laughs> like, nope. There's a whole lot of nope uh, sauce there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that... Um, Again, they can't all be winners, right? Deflect. Deflect. <laughs> Jojo, let people know where they can reach us. So he just pulled out his green Voltron arm with the shield and <laughs> redirected that. So we mentioned a couple of these already. Email is geek30podcast at gmail.com. And 30 is spelled out. So is our Twitter handle, at geek30. Once again, spelled out. You can actually uh, see us on the internet, which is geek30.com, spelled out. You can call us, which is 443-424-3350. Leave us a voicemail. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and YouTube by searching Geek 30 Happy Hour. Absolutely. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes um, like the last couple folks have been doing. It helps us get the word out about this show. Uh, we would love this to reach uh, an even bigger audience than what we have now. Um, we want to take over the world. <laughs> little by little, right? Little by little. And I mean... Join us on a conversation on multiple things. We, we ask the questions, you know, give us your feedback, but also suggest stuff. You know, what do you want to oh, yeah, talk, we, talk about? We get a lot of great suggestions about different beers and stuff to try, so we'll, you know, I mean, we're getting around to them. Ox is always on the, the front edge of a lot of the new video games, especially with like the Steam sale. I'm always on the front edge of audio stuff. Yeah. We're not going to catch all the news. Yeah, so that's true. What, true that. What is your opinion on stuff, and what would you like this to totally <laughs> let us know and uh thank you to, to shiner for um this beer i think is that a real thank you um you know <laughs> that, are you really it's thanking sustenance them? okay <laughs> and so jojo's getting through bread. his second his second glass here Absolutely. um thank you to you guys for listening we'll see you next time thank you so much for nerding out with us see ya I can't really use that really use that as the intro. Okay. <laughs> 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 Yours sounds a lot better than mine does. <laughs>